Welcome to Served Neat, hosted by your girl, Jen Hartman. I'm the CEO of Neat, a boutique PR and marketing agency based out of Louisville, Kentucky. I launched Neat in 2019 with just $3,000 in my bank account. Since then, I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of emerging brands and Fortune 500 empires. I believe that marketing and PR should be served neat, just like your favorite bourbon. On this podcast, you'll hear about the latest and greatest growth strategies, the ups and the downs of entrepreneurship, and so much more. Pour yourself a glass of your favorite bourbon because it's time to dive in to this week's episode. I recently saw someone on TikTok talk about how lead magnets are dead and y'all, it triggered me. I don't know if it's because I come from corporate America or if I'm just super old school. I'm not really sure, but I am a firm believer in lead magnets. They are not dead. They still work. Your lead magnet just sucks. Let me tell you why. It's likely the format, meaning a 60-minute webinar is not really it. It's too long, i.e. 60 minutes is way too long. Too much information or too much fluff or there's no follow-up strategy after the lead magnet is delivered. So if there's no follow-up strategy, aka some sort of email or SMS sequence, you're not gonna see any conversions. Okay, what the heck is a lead magnet even for? If you're new around here, number one, a lead magnet can move leads from top of funnel to mid funnel, awareness to nurture. It helps to further qualify your leads before a sales conversation takes place. Number two, you can collect data and valuable insights. Example, I know that if somebody downloads my DM sales script. It's called Pivot and Pitch Sales Script. I learned that they probably struggle with social selling, specifically the part of the conversation where you have to pivot from friendly chit-chat, building rapport, to actually selling your offer. You can learn a lot about a prospect based on what they are downloading, but your lead magnet has to be hyper-specific in order to get that type of information. So without further ado, let's talk about how to fix your lead magnet or just create a new one from scratch. Here are some questions to get you going. Number one, what's a problem your ideal client has? Like a very, very specific problem. Not sales, not marketing, not client experience. Get hyper-specific on what the problem is. What do you wish your clients knew before working with you? Do you see your current clients asking the same dang questions again and again and again? That is a sign that that information should probably be turned into a lead magnet. Number three, what is the most basic part of what you educate your clients on? For example... I prefer to work with those who understand social selling because I'm a marketing consultant. I can come up with the best top of funnel, the best mid funnel strategies. But if you don't know what to do when your clients get to bottom of funnel, well, that's going to be a problem. So that's why my lead magnet is the pivot and pitch sales script. It performs really, really well. Like I mentioned before, it's important to be incredibly specific with your lead magnet content. If the problem that your clients are experiencing is sales, nope, let's get more specific. Is it that they're getting ghosted after sales calls? Are they struggling to overcome objections? Are they unsure of how to build rapport and even start the sales process? Get more specific than just sales. And if you're like, I don't really know what they struggle with, girl, you got to go do some market research. Let's talk about the format of the lead magnet because there are so many options, right? You can do a workshop, a masterclass, a downloadable PDF, a webinar. You can do a podcast 
podcast, like a private podcast, not like this one that I'm currently doing. There's just so many different options you can go. Oh, I forgot one, a challenge, three-day challenge, five-day challenge. Those are pretty popular in the online business space. I want you to think about just for a second, I want you to think about your ideal client. And I'm not talking like age, industry, gender, et cetera. Tell me about how busy she is. Like, what does her day look like? Does she have the time to sit down and watch a 60-minute webinar? Is she going to be engaged in the entire webinar? No, probably not. If you're going after someone who is an entrepreneur who works 60, 70, 80 hours a week, not going to happen. What I have found over time by testing different lead magnets is that short and sweet is honestly the trick. If you're going to take anything away from this podcast, short and sweet, baby. That is all you need to get your message across and to deliver valuable information and to get people to convert from the lead magnet. I want to tell you about a couple of lead magnets that I downloaded recently. They were super good. And yes, I am a very, very busy entrepreneur. I have two businesses. I'm writing a book. I'm planning a wedding, but I still downloaded lead magnets and I use the lead magnets. They don't just get deleted. I read every single one of them. I implement the information. I recently downloaded a pricing infographic. It was so juicy. It had these amazing stats on the infographic. The company was a tech company that created this pricing infographic, and it essentially called out all of these mistakes that they saw during their own market research. So they took their own market research, they put it into a pricing infographic, and automatically right off the bat when I downloaded it, I was like, oh, thought leaders, like they definitely know what they're doing. They're a leader in their industry. And there was so many juicy insights within that two, I think it was a two-page infographic. Very, very good. The second one that I downloaded recently that I loved was 123 hooks for LinkedIn growth. It was delivered straight to my inbox over a 10 day period. So every day I got a couple of really great hooks that I could take and implement. And last but not least, I downloaded a limiting beliefs journal prompt, which I absolutely loved. So something that all of these had in common was again, they were short and sweet. They solved an immediate problem for me. I think there's a time and a place for lengthy lead magnets, like 90 minute webinars or 60 minute workshops. But what I've noticed is that the longer and girthier the lead magnet is, the less likely that someone watches or reads reads it. They're not going to read a 50-page ebook. They're not going to watch a 90-minute workshop and implement the material. So when the lead magnet is too long, it's too much, there's way too much info in it, they don't implement, they don't see results, there's no conversion. Remember that one. Less information and more niche is going to be better for your lead magnet. So some of the reasons why I think that these lead magnets worked incredibly well, the ones that I recently downloaded were, one, they were super convenient. They were very quick. I got through all of them within two to three minutes. It solved a very specific problem I was facing at that given time. Easy to implement, no fluff, no BS, straight into the point. The lead magnets also focused on value and not promotion. Yes, I got hit with promotions later on in their email sequences or their SMS sequences, but not upfront. It was all value-based, which I absolutely loved because I have attended quite a few webinars, free webinars, where the entire webinar is centered around that person's client success stories. And I'm like, I just wasted an hour of my time or 90 minutes of my time. And as an entrepreneur, your time is precious and you don't want 
to waste it. So again, I want to move back to weed magnets are not dead. I don't care how many TikToks you've seen talking about this. There is some bad advice on TikTok, by the way. I happen to follow a lot of quote unquote marketers who are throwing out marketing advice that just like goes against everything I've ever seen, everything I learned. I'll leave you guys with this. If you are working on a weed magnet or you're revising your weed magnet, make it short and sweet. Focus on one specific problems. Stop trying to solve all of your clients or your prospects problems in a single lead magnet. What I've seen happen a lot is that people think that, well, all of my knowledge into a lead magnet, and then the prospect is going to be so overwhelmed that they're not going to know what to do. And then they're going to work with me. And no, <laughs> not how it works. They're going to look at that and go, this person does not know how to get her information across in a way that's short and concise and easy for me to understand. So they're never going to convert short and and sweet, short and sweet every single time. And if you need help with a lead magnet, shameless plug, hit me up on Instagram. We can have a conversation about this. I work on lead magnets for so many of my clients because it is such a crucial part of your marketing because you get people from that top of funnel awareness stage to actually mid funnel where you're starting to nurture people. Don't skip out on the lead magnet. So, so important. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I will catch you guys on next week's episode of Serve Me. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Served Need. I hope you enjoyed listening and found some tasty nuggets of marketing wisdom to help you take your brand to the next level. Remember, just like a perfectly crafted cocktail, marketing is all about finding the right balance and serving it up with a splash of creativity. So keep building, keep refining, and keep serving up your brand with style. And if you're thirsty for more insights, be sure to subscribe and join us for our next episode of Served Need. Until then, cheers.